welcome to the Living With Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Simone Denny, and I'm here to share with you how to live your purpose, how to be more intentional in life, and how to get the results you desire while enjoying the journey along the way. I coach people around the world on how to find and express their unique blueprint in the world. Join me and my special guests for inspiring stories, practical wisdom, and life reminders for a more fulfilling and joyful life. Hello and welcome back to the Living With Purpose show. It's so great that you're here, that you're showing up for yourself. And I really want to take this moment to congratulate you for being that person who is investing in themselves, who is taking the time and the energy to be better, to be a high performer, to grow, to learn, to continually be on that path of personal development. It's not easy with all of our demands in life and the amount of information that's coming in to actually stop and gift ourselves this time. So thank you so much for showing up today. I want to share about a really powerful practice that I do every year. It's become part of my annual ritual and I've been doing it for a number of years and I've probably been sharing it with some of you as well, which is this end of year review practice. And it's something now that I would never start a new year without doing this practice because it's something that really sets you up for having a successful year ahead. And I'm going to really go into the detail of why it is so important for you to practice an end of year review and how it can really impact your results in the year ahead. So my husband and I do this practice every year at the end of the year, and it has become a part of our life and in ritual. And sometimes my husband does it a little bit reluctantly, but I think now that we've been doing it a few years, uh, it has become just part of our rhythm. We often do it around New Year's Eve or like the day before. (laughs) And yeah, it just tells you a little bit about how lame our New Year's Eves are. (laughs) But we're often away in the top of the South Island near the Abel Tasman and uh, it's quite a secluded place and we find that that's a really nice practice for us to do towards the end of the year and to sit down sometimes over a glass of wine or a bubbles or just a cup of tea and to review our year together. And some years, you know, we kick it out of the park and we feel like there's been some amazing moments and we really get to reflect on those and talk about those. And other years, I remember coming out of COVID and a four-month lockdown and menopause, perimenopause. And that year, I just sat over our end-of-year review and I just remember the tears dripping down onto the paper and just feeling like it was so hard to find the the wins, to so hard to find those good things and to really you know, stretch into who I wanted to be in that place. But that in itself was a really great moment for me to reflect on something needs to change here, something in myself and something in this year ahead I want to shift. So no matter which end of the spectrum you are in your end of year review, it's a really fantastic moment to stop and look at what is going well, what needs to change and how can I uh, be that in the year ahead. So that was a little bit of a, <laughs> a downer moment in my podcast, but uh, I really what I've been thinking lately is that it's actually more empowering if you can do this 
before the very end of the year. Like if you can do it a couple of months before, this is why I have created a workshop at the end of November because I want to step into vision following that and I want to do it before the new year starts. So you may have heard me talk about a new workshop that I have coming up, which is called Intention. And one of the steps, one of the three workshops that I'm going to be doing is really focusing in on your end of year review and taking you through a step-by-step guide with all of these questions that I've done and refined over many years to help set you up for your year ahead, to set you up for vision, but also to set you up for your strategy and roadmap ahead. So if you haven't seen that already, head to simondenny.me, S-I-M-O-N-E-D-E-N-N-Y.me And you can see it at the top of my homepage or just do a forward slash intention and you can jump in there. It's one of the most efficient ways that you can work with me. It's a really easy access point and it's a beautiful way to be in a workshop live with me. And if you can't make the live workshop, you'll be sent the recording and can do this practice, which has workbooks and meditations and other things to really prime you for your year ahead. So Today, I wanted to share why we do this end of year review, just to give you that context and hopefully invite you to do your own end of year review. So the first thing that I would say, the first one of five reasons why you want to do an end of year review, and it's really essential for you if you're wanting to have that more expansive year and step up to that next level of yourself, is the first thing is it's it's a moment in time where you are practicing self-reflection. So if you don't take stock of where you are and how things are for you or how they could be improved or what needs to be adjusted, you just become like a hamster in the wheel. You're just going around and around. You are constantly busy. You are constantly doing, but you are in the same cycle. It's like being stuck in a season that you can't get out. So you're going around and around doing the same thing, burning <laughs> burning a lot of heat, trying to move forward, but actually just going around and around. So if we let that hamster off the wheel and gave it space to reflect and go, was this the best use of my time and energy? Did that practice help me move forward? It's that moment that we get off the wheel, which is the self-reflection moment. And we ask ourselves, what went well about that? What was good about that? What do I need to work on in myself or in my business or in, you know, whatever it is that I'm doing, my parenting or relationship? And did this year that has been feel energetically uplifting for me? Or did it feel like a grind? What do I want to do more of? What do I want to do less of? What feels restrictive, contracting, or lower vibration for me that actually I want to make a shift from? And where was I on my growth edge? Where did I feel like, oh, this feels expansive or challenging, or this was a learning point for me? And where do I need to grow? Where do I need to put my energy to actually step up? Do I need support? These are all the questions that we get when we stop and have self-reflection, when we get off the annual wheel of busyness and and really empower ourselves, gift ourselves just like 90 minutes of our year to take stock, 
to reflect and go, what do I want to keep? What do I want to adjust? Where do I want to pivot? What do I really want to stop or say no to? And we have to give ourselves and honor ourselves enough and be worthy enough to give ourselves this time for self-reflection. So the second reason that I really, excuse me, promote uh, end of year review and doing this sacred practice is that we are learning to benchmark ourselves against ourselves. I love is to work with people who aspire to be high performance or are high performers who want to have that mental fitness to achieve their goals and their dreams and their visions. To be a high performer, we need to be able to benchmark ourselves against ourselves. We need to be able to say, this is where I am now, and this is where I want to be. And then when we have set our goals and intentions for the year ahead, you get to measure backwards and say, how did I go on that? I'm checking in, I'm checking in against what I'm benchmarking myself against, which is those goals and intentions I set for myself, or yeah, you know, feelings that I wanted to feel or ways I wanted to be or feel in a relationship or parent or grow my business. Like, where am I in terms of what I set out to do? And if you think about an athlete, they are always striving to improve on their personal best. So they don't compare themselves to anyone else's personal best, although they might have an awareness of it. They are only interested in comparing themselves to their own personal best to their own line in the sand of what they are wanting to achieve. So what that means is we can measure the improvements and the gains that we have made based on maybe where we were a year ago, maybe where we were before. So this is a really, really important factor. If you don't actually create the time to look back and stop and go, how have I made the gains? Where was I a year ago and where am I now? And how can I improve on that? Then we're kind of running blind. So when you benchmark your success to yourself, this is a true measure of growth. So even if these aren't hard and fast, smart goals, but they're actually intentional ways of being, if you've actually written those down from a year ago and you stop and check in on how you've done on those, that is going to really help you to choose how you want to move forward with that or how you want to adjust how you're approaching it or who you want to invite in to support you. So this is a really important point that we go, where am I compared to where I wanted to be and what pivots do I need to make to get to where I want to go? So the next one, number three, and why it's so important to do an end of year review is what I call an energetic circuit breaker. And that is what we do when we do an end of year review. We get off the hamster wheel, we stop and we break the energetic pattern that you have been in. And if you're in a really high (laughs) energetic, high vibrational place, high frequency place, we're just taking a pause on that to reflect on that. But more often than not, there is a moment in our year where we need to have a pattern interrupt, where we need to stop and check in on ourselves and review our year that has been, review our own energy, review our own markers of success, our joy levels, and then decide what is it that I want to do? Where do I want to pull back? Where do I want to lean in? And and what's going to help me break the energy between this year and next year? And that's really when we do that 
end of year review and we sit down consciously to reflect and review, we get to break the energy. And when I was an early mum, I remember somebody telling me that when I had young kids that uh, trying to tidy your house with toddlers is like trying to eat a packet of Tim Tam chocolate biscuits and brush your teeth at the same time, that it's just impossible <laughs> to do that. And sometimes I think about creating our new year in the same way. If you're going into a new year with, you know, essentially the metaphor of a mouthful of chocolate biscuits, trying to brush your teeth, create something new and clean and, and do the, the good stuff. If you haven't finished, you know, the chocolate biscuit, then there's no point. And that's kind of what I mean by the energetic circuit breaker. It's like, let's just finish what's going on here before we start something new, because it all gets muddled up together and our energy gets mixed up from one year to the next. Whereas I, I love working with seasons and cycles. And when we step into this energy of a new year, we want to make sure that we have created a new, a new beginning of a new energetic year. So that's why it's so important to have these moments in the year where we stop and take stock. So number four, in terms of why we need to do an end of year review practice is that it helps us to celebrate our wins. It makes us scan through our year. And instead of looking at all the places where we fell short or where we didn't achieve or where we were in the scarcity of not enoughness, not enough money, not enough love, not a, enough joy, we actually get to turn back and go, where were the wins? And as you know, I love this topic. I love the power of celebrating your wins. I've done a whole podcast on this and the benefits of celebrating your wins and training the brain to find those gains rather than the gaps, as Dan Sullivan would say. So if all we do is strive forward, without taking a moment in time to stop and reflect and celebrate and actually consciously look for those positives, then life feels very unfulfilled. It feels very Groundhog Day. It feels like going around in that wheel. So we must take a moment of self-reflection to go, what was the gold? What was it that was a win? And maybe some of those wins weren't actually wins at the time, but now looking back, you can see actually that that did help me. It helped me change my path or it helped me get help. And, and we can find the wins even in those challenging moments. But it's so important to take stock and realize that actually we did have a lot of really great things that happened. And you know, we have this negativity bias that we're always gravitating to the negative. So we actually need to consciously shift our brain to look for those positives, those wins. So number five is to create a canvas to plan your year ahead. And it is a canvas, but I wouldn't say that it's a complete blank canvas because if you do your end of year review properly, you're actually going to have a really great sketch of where you need to put your energy and focus. And you're going to have some learnings and some areas of where you need to change or where you need to take action or create new habits. So you've actually almost got a sketch that you're going to fill in the blanks or you're going to bring to life or paint in some color to this. So it's not completely a blank canvas because the whole point of doing an end of year review is to give you that knowledge and understanding and those learnings 
that you can bring in and create something different. So it's through that deep reflection, that celebration, that insight that we get to create our year in this informed way from our past, but being energetically open to a new focus and a new future. So if you think of yourself as maybe an inventor of your future or uh, somebody like Thomas Edison, who was an incredible inventor you know, of the light bulb, who is constantly learning and constantly evolving through both failure and successes. Edison famously said, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that won't work. And he considered each failure as a learning opportunity, recognizing what didn't work and refining their approach, his approach and the team of people that were working towards finally creating this amazing light bulb moment. So we're the same. We're looking at the places that we did fall short or what appeared like failures, but they're actually things that are moving us towards our greatest success. And that is what the end of year review does. It's a process of refining yourself, your focus, your energy, your direction, your habits, your relationships, so that you can start your year fully aware of where you are going to put your attention and grow yourself for another year. So if you feel the call to join me for this practice, this end of year review, and you know that this would help you to create your new year in a more empowered way, then I really encourage you to make this vote for yourself and for your year ahead and come and join me for these three workshops. As I said, end of year review, this completion energy part is just the first part, but it's actually an essential part to set you up for the next steps. So make sure you jump on my website, simondenny.me forward slash intention. If you feel called to do this in a safe container where somebody is guiding you through some of those deeper questions, those coaching questions that are really going to help you get clarity on what has been and also on what you're going to step into in the year ahead. So just to recap on today, those five reasons why you want to do an end of year review. Firstly, it's the power of self-reflection and being able to adjust and improve from that. It's benchmarking yourself so that you can see how far you've come comparing yourself to yourself. It is creating that energetic circuit breaker between one year and another so that we're not going into a new year with a mouthful of chocolate biscuits from the year before. It's celebrating the wins. It's being in the game and it's creating that canvas to plan your year ahead. So if you did enjoy this podcast, please do take a screenshot and share it with people you know or rate and review this. That really helps other people to find this work. And also, yeah, you can do your own end of year review, but if you do feel like you need some guidance, I'm here to support you. I've done it a number of years in a row and it really, really is a powerful way to end your year. Mm -hmm.